Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Dustin Five Star. And Maria. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the Oversell Podcast. It is episode 52, and we are talking WWE Payback with Dustin Five Star. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I'm Dan. I'm Mike. And joining us is, uh, we had to call in some help to get us through this payback card. So I reached out, or actually he reached out to me because he loves talking to us. Dustin Five Star is on the Oversell Hot Podcast Hotline. How you doing, Dustin? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys doing? Is is the card that bad that you need help to get through the show? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, actually, I, I kind of screwed up, but I'll own it. But I'm, there's a lot of refreshing matches on this card. Yeah, yeah. This does, well, this doesn't look definitely like... different. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely different is an understatement. I mean that they've made uh, leaps and bounds in trying to be different in the last four episodes of Raw. I think. Yeah, and uh, you know it's still funny that Shane is running Monday Night Raw, <laughs> even though there's oh a theory. God. There's a theory I saw that said that Shane may have supposed to been one, may have supposed to have won that match at WrestleMania, and Taker didn't think you know that would be the thing to do, and so to appease Taker, they made it where Taker won, and then like you know it just screwed up this whole storyline. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible that they didn't have even a reason why Shane would take over just because Vince came out the next night and said, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's been there ever since. It it just, like you said, to me, really looks like the Undertaker just didn't want to put Shane over, but they still wanted to do that storyline. I don't know why else would they do it this way. And you know, I actually could have seen Taker losing at WrestleMania if he'd have been jumped by, like, four or five guys. If there was, like, just some right. big conspiracy with Shane showing up and everything, you know. Or it would have been a shame, though. Yeah. I would have, like, seen, like, Vince come out and interfere. And it then, Taker. And then yeah. you know, no, and then Taker's just like, okay, you're not going to, you know, screw with my match. And then he just kind of lays down just, to, Even that, know, just yeah. to stick it to Vince. Something different, you know. Well, uh, so, yeah, you have WWE Payback this weekend, but then also here right around the Memphis area, you have three big, huge wrestling shows, two of them in Memphis and one of them in Amory, Mississippi, plus you have WWE Payback, tons of wrestling over the weekend we have to look forward to, you know? Yeah, and uh, I hear you're, you're, you're on, is that the OWO Super Show that's happening this weekend? Yes, that's Saturday. That's, that's Saturday. the card. Uh, 
originally you were supposed to face Matt Hardy on, and I think right. now you're facing Jeff Jarrett. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, um, I didn't know that they were going to really discuss a whole lot of that, but since OWO, OWO you know, released a statement on their Facebook about Matt Hardy being double booked. And, you know, it wasn't anybody's fault. It was a mistake. They didn't want to mislead fans or anything like that. And, um, you know, due to that, they were able to get Jeff Jarrett on board uh, to be a replacement. And, I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? A replacement? Jeff Jarrett? A replacement? That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a hell of a replacement. I would be, you know, I was excited to work with Matt, especially – you know, since him currently or, uh, you know, so close to right now, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, he was the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's really good. And then, um, you know, to be wrestling Jeff Jarrett, founder of TNA, founder of Global Force, former world champion, all that kind of stuff. Um, that's awesome. Now you have the element two where it's going to be me and, of course, Maria. And then on the other side, you have Jeff and Karen possibly. Yeah. So he alluded to the fact, um, you know, on Cerrito Live last Saturday that, that Karen might just be there. And if she is, you know, Maria better watch out. So it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun. We might see a cat explosive. fight going on here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many possibilities for this match. But, yeah. you know, coming out on top of Jeff Jarrett this weekend would be awesome for me. Now, I did especially – I did for see that the Force title match. right. I did see the uh, statement that OWO released, and basically what it said was Matt had a Matt had an opportunity to do like a four or five day stint in Canada, or yeah, and you know just come to OWO and do one show that weekend, and you know it's a business decision. You know yeah, you take is, you course. take the one that makes you more money, especially when you're a pro wrestler. <laughs> it's so. It's so funny, guys. Um, the promo that we did after we won the OWO title, um, and we posted it on Facebook, because of all the controversy, I think uh, Sir Mo had posted something about Matt Hardy being in two different places at the same time or whatever. But anyway, after all that controversy of that and who's going to replace him, that video alone had like a reach of like 40,000 people. Wow. And, and it didn't have any paid advertising or anything, but that promo had a reach of like over 40,000 people just on Facebook alone because of all the, you know, shares and comments and everybody, I guess it was just crazy, man. But yeah. then, um, um, it was like, seemed like a big deal there for a minute. Like who's going to replace Matt Hardy. If he double booked, is he going to be in Canada? You know, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, you know? Yeah, really. Yeah. Four or five day stint in Canada or one day here. And yeah, I, I think I'd, I think I'm in the, on the wagon with Matt Hardy and going to Canada. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Right. Definitely probably a better payoff there. But so Saturday night, OWO Super Show, Amory, Mississippi, VIP tickets for the meet and greet that starts at 515, I believe are only $17. That's, like, that's it's an so awesome cheap. price. And then general admission is only $10. Wow. Um, you can get the tickets at the door, but we're expecting a huge house there. And we, uh, for the first time ever, now this was kind of teased on Twitter, but we have the first ever five-star fan van. So we've got a van, and some of the five-star fans are going to be on the van with us to and from the show. Oh, wow. And it's going to be <laughs> a ton of fun. And it was invite only because we had – only a select number of seats. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, very limited invite, but, uh, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Sounds like you guys are going to have a party all the way down and a party all the way back. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, man. Hopefully a victory party. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get but, to... You know, oh, go ahead, Dustin. Uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, on Friday, we have uh, MEW Wrestling. You know, I'm the champion there. We're there on Friday, and then we have the Lucha Libre for MEW, also in Memphis on Sunday. So we get to be right here in our hometown of Memphis two of those three days. And then the others wrestling Jeff Jarrett and Amory. And we love going to Amory, man. Those people are crazy. Mm-hmm. And then they meet us after the show to take pictures with us. It's so fun. Well, before we get to WWE Payback, Dustin, look, can, can you give us any thoughts or uh, on uh, China? Yeah, man. Could you imagine? Um, I know, like, she was in the Attitude Era. She did a lot of stuff. That, let me, I'll tell you this, man. Check this out. So my son is seven years old, you know. Um, he, he heard about China passing away and he goes, man, that's real sad that I really like China. I said, buddy, how do you know China? He was like, man, she was an intercontinental champion. This kid's seven years old. That happened before he was born. WWE network has taught him, you know, so all the, all the people that, that are angry and upset that, you know, they didn't use China for all those years and blah, blah, blah. She was blackballed out. They always bring somebody back. Yeah. They bring everybody back. So, yeah, there might be some, you know, some heat there with the Triple H, Stephanie, and China thing. But they would have brought her back, man. They would have brought her back. But all the stuff that happened after she left, it was really hard for them to, especially a PG company. You know, um, fortunately, though, a lot of that stuff that she did and accomplished, man, it, it is uh, – it's on WWE Network, and it'll live forever, man. She's the only woman to ever win the Intercontinental title. She was in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. She never, ever lost to another female in the WWE. Now, you tell me another woman that has done that. I can't think of any of them. Yeah. No way, man. She and- beat Jeff Jarrett. We talked to him on the phone the other day, um, and, you know, he said the same thing. Just there was demons, you know, and um, unfortunately in wrestling, that, that kind of happens. But, man... Could you imagine China right now? If she was winning the Intercontinental title in today's day and age where we have, uh, you know, almost going to have maybe actually have the first ever female president. We have female referees and female coaches in professional sports. I mean, if she were to win it, look at Ronda Rousey. But if China was at her peak right now, the sky would be the limit. Just imagine that, you know. She did a yeah. lot of stuff and, and probably before she was supposed to, you know what I mean? And real quick on her, uh, when she was in the Royal Rumble, when she eliminated Mark Henry, it wasn't due to her distracting him with a kiss or no. anything like that. Right. No. It, 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 it was, was her straight up power. Her, it was her launching Mark Henry yeah. Yeah. over the top rope. Straight yeah, up Jeff, power. Jeff was talking about working with her in the ring and just, you know, how she really did belong. And, I mean, you could tell with not only her height, but her size, uh, how she moved in the ring. She was really good. She was. She was really good in the ring. Yeah, very good. And, you know, rest in peace, China. And I, I thought the video tribute they did to her on Raw, actually, it was surprising to me that they did it, but it was very classy. You know, you, you, you look, I was on Twitter, and I knew that when I saw the graphic come up, um, I said, hey, that's really nice he did that. And then, um, you know, we were all thinking it. That's it. And so I looked on, on Twitter and everybody, that's it? What a shame. What a disgrace. 
Guys, I think I even tweeted, guys, calm down. It's not over with. Yeah, yeah. And then they, and then they gave her the video package. She's going to be in the Hall of Fame too, man. Yeah, Trust yeah. Me, oh, definitely. Happen. Definitely. Do you think they'll still put her in? I think they will. It'll take I, think it'll, I think it'll take some time. It may do. take a year or two. Yeah. It may take a because year or two. I think you know Triple H was asked about it. I mean, he's been asked about it for years. Oh, but I mean, come he, on. How can you not put her in? Yeah, but, you know, I understand what Triple H meant, though, because he said, you know, in current, you know, still, I guess, PG era, you know, for younger fans that are just, you know, hearing about China for the first time, if they get on Google, they're not yeah. necessarily going to see her wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's kind of hard to promote. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, that's that's what it's about nowadays. Absolutely. It's gonna take it's gonna take a year or two, but she'll she'll be in there. Oh yeah, she'll be she in there. She should. I mean, if they, if if they can <laughs> if they can make amends with Ultimate Warrior for crying out, loud. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, right. if they can make amends with Ultimate Warrior, I think they can be at peace with putting China in there right. after the fact. You know, maybe she'll get in the same year Andy Kaufman finally gets in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, let's go through this uh, WWE Payback card we got going on Sunday on the WWE Network. This Sunday pre-show starts at six. As always, we'll get a couple of. We'll probably get a match or two. I'm sure. Have they announced what's on the pre-show, Mike? Uh, I think they've already put Kalisto and Ryback on. Kalisto and Ryback for the U.S. title again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it's like the third time they've been on the (laughs) pre-show. Yeah, I'll be wrestling at the um, over near the Hickory Ridge Mall at the Lucha Libre show. So. My plan is to get in and out of there as fast as I can so I can come home. And on Sunday, every now and then, I like to enjoy an adult beverage while I uh, <laughs> while I watch WWE Payback. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> so I will be watching. I will be watching. I, I hear the Bullet Club is, um, or at least Gallows and Anderson are a big fan of Bud Light Lime. So, you know, when they're backstage, they may ha- indulge in a couple of those. <laughs> 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 so Ryback and Kale- Is the U.S. title even relevant? Not when you're putting it on the kickoff show every pay-per-view. Seriously. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, for the last year, you had John Cena versus Rusev really, really made it work and made it a big deal. And then Del Rio comes back and he beats Cena and it's a big deal. And then, you know, I get the underdog run, but they're not going anywhere with it now. The title just seems as diminished as it's ever been right now. I think with – you know, and I really feel like it's coming. There's going to be a brand split. There's got to be. You know, uh, they got to do something to revive SmackDown, and and you know, maybe that U.S. title will take off again once they hit it over to SmackDown or Raw or whichever one it's going to be on as their exclusive right. title. You know, I would not, I would not care to see this match, and I like both Kalisto and Ryback. I just, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch the pre-show just to see that. <laughs> uh, I'm the mm-hmm. same way. I'm going to say that um, Kalisto keeps the title, though. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree on that yeah, one, too. sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out later Wait, that night. Mike's you know. like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> because it's it's kind of like the old question, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? Yeah. If the U.S. title is defended on the pre-show. <laughs> does it really change hands? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to change hands. Next match. Uh, we got the number one contendership for the tag titles. Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy versus the Vaude Villains. Now is that on the pre-show or is that? It's saying that's on the main the main card. It's on the main card as of now. Okay. How exciting is it that two tag teams that are NXT call-ups are fighting for a number one contendership? Oh, this is this is the Vaude Villains' chance to shine. 
Yeah. You know, Enzo and Cass have proven their worth. So this is okay, the Vaude so Villains' chance to shine. In developmental, it is unheard of for the entire world to know your catchphrases and to know <laughs> who you are, really. Exactly. But as soon as these guys debuted, all the fans chant their promos with them. And they love him. They know who they are. This is like a whole different day and age right now where these guys are over before they even debuted just because of what they did in developmental. So I don't think there's any way that we don't see them um, become the number one contenders. I mean, they're really the hottest, you know, uh, even with New Day. You know, New Day is over. You know, people love them. But these guys, the fans are chanting everything with them. It's awesome. But it's, it's unheard of. You know, when I was there, you talked to Knuckles, um, Killer Nichols, a couple yeah, yeah. Of weeks ago about mm-hmm. a lot of the developmental stuff. But, man, these guys have such an opportunity on these debuts. And uh, uh, you're talking about Bullet, Bullet Club, and I know that this is going to come up later, but I can't wait to see Finn Balor's debut. But these guys are, are as popular as ever, just coming right out. These guys are red hot. They're going to win. Um, there's two things I loved about the promo or the um, the skit they had on Raw this past week. One, I loved how uh, Aiden English played off of the New Day and how they pronounced the titles by singing operatic right. about the dragon. Right, I that was loved, good. I love that. The second thing was the reaction New Day have when uh, uh, Big Cass started doing the SAWFT because they just look like huge fans in the middle of the ring. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for the match, hmm. Mike, go ahead and you start. I honestly don't see Enzo and Cass winning. I could really? All because I don't see them turning them heel and New Day just – recently turned face yeah and that's the match that everybody wants to see is they want to see those two feud and i don't think we're going to get that just yet i don't think that they're going to pull the trigger on that feud right now i think it's going to vaude villains are going to win they're going to have a shot because they hadn't even said that the the title shot was going to be at the next pay-per-view they just said you know yeah a future but I, title I don't shot. know how you beat a team that's, that's so red hot right now and they just debuted well i know um they so I had, disagree. I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> they have been feuding uh, with the Dudley boys off and on a little bit here, back and forth. Sure. So yeah. I, I'm i going to call and say I bet the Dudleys cost them this match in some way, shape, or form, or or cause a DQ to where there's a triple threat. Right. I can see them building some guys. sort of triple threat because the yeah. next pay-per-view is Extreme Rules. Yeah. So they'll have something yeah. like that. But I just – I can't see just a straight New Day Enzo feud right yeah. now. I could see Dudley's and Enzo and Cass uh, fighting at Extreme Rules, definitely. Right. So, you know, I can see that too, but I really, I just, I'm not really hot on the Dudleys right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They they haven't really wowed people. <laughs> and another reason I think this is gonna, you know, if the Vaude Villains win, it's gonna help them. You know, it's gonna push them as stronger heels yeah. because they're gonna get a lot of booze if the fans don't see Enzo and Cass win. That's true. Yeah, Vaude Villains, uh, there, there is some talk on the dirt sheets about the Vaude Villains not getting over with Vince initially. Yeah. So uh, I think they're in a sink or swim situation at this dirt point. Dirt sheets. You know, so. <laughs> well, but, like, uh, a 70-year-old man not in touch with the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> You know, Vince has proven time again he doesn't really give a crap 
who gets chance and who doesn't, you know. He can but he he'll pull the plug on somebody just to prove he's got the power to do it. So yeah. uh I am gonna take I I think it's just gonna be it's gonna be Enzo and Big Cass's moment. Okay. So you got Enzo and Cass. <laughs> Me and Mike have got vaude villains, I guess, by DQ or maybe, you know, Dudley <laughs> Dudley interference and right. uh Dustin's got Enzo and Cass. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> What's our next yeah. one? Ziggler and Corbin. Ooh. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Corbin? I love Baron Corbin, man. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, I'm just not yeah. into it at all. I've got zero interest. I hate how they're making Ziggler do this. And I guarantee well, I can't guarantee you. I mean, I'm I just think one of my buddies told me this. When you look ten years back at the winners of the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal, we're gonna say, that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I really, I'm not not into it yet. You know, I Can love I do that on here? Is that what we do on this show? <laughs> well, we typically do worse than that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I I wish they would kind of carry over what Baron Corbin was doing in NXT and still kind of be the indie killer mm-hmm. that he's doing somehow on the roster. And it kind of makes sense with them doing it with Ziggler because Ziggler is just a fan's guy. Mm-hmm. And he he loves just destroying people, right? Wrestlers that people love. Mm-hmm. I, I I I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of Baron Corbin. I can't help it. I love the dude. I love his entrance. I love his music. Uh, I I kind of see him as a future Kevin Nash, to be honest. Hmm. I definitely see, I definitely see Corbin winning just because he's facing Ziggler. And Ziggler <laughs> never <laughs> wins anymore. Uh, so. Seriously, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's seriously, you yeah. d- you got to give somebody some wins at some point just to make them a threat to other people, you yeah. know. And Ziggler, he's the guy, he's the go-to guy to get everybody over, you know. I mean, it's just constant, you know, putting people over with wins and stuff that Ziggler does, you know. And I still, I'm still shocked at you know what's become of him since that Survivor Series win where Sting gave him right, that Survivor yeah. Series win, you know, and everybody just like literally was ex- blew the roof off the joint at that Survivor Series win and here we are, you know, at this point, you know, so much so many months later and you know, here you are, you're like, wow, um they they give you just enough to want a little more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a drug, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a, not into the Baron Corbin thing yet, so. Uh, but I do think he'll beat Ziggler. I do too. Yeah, I think that's. I think we're all a bear, all yeah. on uh, the Baron Corbin bandwagon for a win here. So next match, Dean Ambrose, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Oh yeah, this ought to be good. <laughs> yeah, it should be really good. You go first, Dan. Or what do you think about this match? Uh, this ought to be real good. Uh, you know, both are just incredible promo guys. I like the promos both these guys cut, you know. Uh Jericho seasoned veteran. Uh Ambrose not as much as a seasoned veteran, but still a seasoned veteran. Yeah, he's you still know. been around. Um, you know. I I there there's no like street fight or anything like you know, any stipulation like that on this match. So, you know, and the way uh the way the last pay-per-view went for Ambrose, <laughs> you know, uh, right. I I think, you know, we we could go into a street fight scenario or some extreme thing happening and this, this feud carrying over into extreme rules. 
So Dreadhead Kev in the chat room says Jericho and Jericho got this. So I think he's going to take Jericho for this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll take Jericho as well. Okay. You know, it it'll be a close. It, that, that one's kind of a close one to call. There, I'll I'll say that much. It's a tough one to call, but uh, I'm going to pick Jericho for the win on this one, just to extend the feud into <laughs> extreme rules. Well, it's like the, they're actually um, investing in s- longer feuds and stories. Mm-hmm. With wrest- with in the WWE now, which right. seems uh, WrestleMania, I don't think there's a buildup with story as much as a, there is now afterwards. Yeah, and Dustin, you're a big Jericho guy, right? Yeah, I love Jericho, man. He's he's the best. I am going to take a couple of minutes. I'm going to tell you a funny story involving old Derek Tropel <laughs> and Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> I I was one day on my computer at home and I got an instant message from my buddy. Yes, we were on instant messengers. <laughs> and he said, oh boy. he says, I'm surprised you're not at Spin Street. I'm like, why would I be at Spin Street? And he said, uh, Chris Jericho's there signing autographs, and I'm the biggest Jericho mark in the world. Uh, and you might be, you might be second. I think if we're, we're either we're pro- we're one A one B. Once you hear this story, you may rethink <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Dustin. So, <laughs> oh boy. So he tells me that, and I think you see on my I, the his IM window, he probably saw like Derek has signed out a chat. I go in the bedroom, my wife is there, and she's I'm like. Freaking out, like, Jericho's at Spin Street signing autograph. Should I go? She she pretty much kicked me out of the house saying, if you don't go, you can't come back here until you calm down. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I went, and um, the what the deal was, he was uh, selling a new Fozzie CD. And you had to buy the CD, and he would sign that. And one other uh, item. Very clever. Clever, huh? Very Yes. So I had to spend 20 bucks. I got my, the CD signed. So I... Like I'm like, this is Chris Jericho, man. This is Chris Jericho. So I get up to the front of the line. He's like, how'd you like the book? I said, I, you know, I thought it was funny. He's really good. He's like, what's your name, man? I'm like, I spell my name D-E-R-I-C-K. It's weird to other Derricks, Derek King included. I'm sure he thinks I spell my <laughs> name weird. Um, so he's so I, Derek with one R. And he says D-E-R-E-K. And, like, at this point, I'm about near fainting. I'm not... <laughs> And I was like, oh yeah, my God. yeah, that's fine. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk out of Spin Street and I kind of come to my senses like, what in the hell just happened? <laughs> and I call my oh wife my and, and people. I, I st- so now I have a a CD and a book made out to the wrong Derek. Because <laughs> so does that mean you're taking great. Jericho for the win? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, will, I will definitely take Chris Now that Jericho. you have the wrong autograph, you're taking Derek or Jericho for the win? <laughs> Jericho never loses, in his opinion. <laughs> uh, it was, it, if there was ever a more Mark moment. And, like, I got a picture with him, and you can see, like, I can barely contain myself, and Jericho's like, yep, same shit, different day. Different day. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, no, man, Jericho, all right, so I I kind of I, I kind of look up to Jericho as, um, no, that's it. I just I look up to Jericho, how he, how he works, um, how he comes and goes, how he does other stuff outside of wrestling, how he's always constantly – you know, promoting what he's doing, what the, what he's a part of. And he seems like his stuff is really cool. And he has, I mean, he was on dancing with the stars. He has a good podcast. He hosted tough enough. That, those are the kind of things that I want to do, you know, outside of the ring. And, you know, when I decide to stop wrestling, but this guy's doing it outside of the ring, he's still doing it inside the ring. He's touring, he's rock and rolling, but I don't think that he's going to beat Dean Ambrose. Cause I think Dean Ambrose they really haven't capitalized on his popularity to the fullest extent yet. Right. And um, right. 
I just think after losing to Brock, I think he it won't hurt either one of them. Jericho is one of those guys that can put you over and still keep his heat, you know. Yep. You stupid idiot. I, I love <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter put he needs to put that on a shirt. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> but see, that's the thing. Jericho is so good at a heel that he doesn't sell merch when he's a heel. Wow. That's how yeah. sm- that's how smart he is because he. I mean, he's going to make his money elsewhere, going on tour and everything like the that. The you stupid oh, yeah. idiot shirt has sold out in WWE <laughs> shop zone this week. Maybe they, maybe what they can do is like scratch out the Jericho or the AJ. What was it? Uh, the AJ Y two AJ Y two AJ shirts and just put you stupid idiot over that. You're right. <laughs> as for the match, I'm, I am actually going to take Dean Ambrose to win. He needs a win. He does. Did going back to real quick about all the stuff Jericho's done? Did y'all ever see the the game show he hosted? The one where you can fall or the yeah. the gigantic yeah. Did you ever see it? What, what was it called? It was like drop zone or something like, like downfall. That. I don't know downfall. something like that. But basically, you know, it had pairing. It was usually like you know, husband and wife or like brothers or something like that. Yeah, and it was a quiz show. They would have. One person, like, suspended on, like, the edge of a building, and then there's this conveyor oh, belt with all of, like, their own personal items. I remember prizes. that now, yes. And, like, the longer it took them to answer questions, stuff would just fall off the building. I remember. Once, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> once it got to the end, the oh person would just drop. Oh, my God. I, I remember that now. Good. I do. I watched the web series. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Mike, you got for the match? Um, going Jericho. Jericho. It's, this feud is going to continue. It's not just going to be a, a one-and-done type thing. And Jericho usually, you know, over the last few years, he's usually been the one to put the other person over in the long run. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll get this one, and then they'll still have two or three more matches down the line. Okay. And Dustin, who are you taking? I'm going to take Ambrose. Okay. Two and two. I like I like your style, Dustin. <laughs> yeah. You just like it when somebody agrees with you. Yeah, <laughs> that never happened with you, jerks. <laughs> Next match. <laughs> I see title, the Miz and Cesaro. I'm actually really excited for this match. I love the new Cesaro coming out. The the, the James Bond, <laughs> the tearaway suit, the tearaway <laughs> suits, the the sunglasses. I, I I'm loving what they're doing with Cesaro right now. I do too, but I'm also loving what they're doing with Miz and Maurice. It, it's kind of uh, it looks familiar, actually. Hmm. Huh? <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, actually, those two man, those two have a huge opportunity. They've got a, a huge stage. I, I mean, they could push Miz and Maurice to the top. I mean, he could headline WrestleMania again. I really think that they can get these these two to that level. They really can. And Miz is good in the ring too. Um, Cesaro is really cool since he comes back. I love the suit and everything. I just think Miz keeps it because he's going to have um, him and Maurice are just going to keep getting better and better. And they're not the power couple. They're the it couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 so. I can agree to that. Um, you know, it seems like uh, Miz is going back into this mode in his mind where he's going to maximize his minutes when he's on TV. Right. Right. As for the match – I think it's smarter at this point to have the Miz win and put Cesaro on the chase. Maybe maybe some outside interference from Maurice. I'm, I'm saying Miz, I don't know if Miz will necessarily win, but he's keeping the title. Yeah. 
So like yeah, a DQ yeah. Match. I'll yeah, agree with that. A, I'll a agree DQ, with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely leaving with the title still. Yeah, yeah. Most people wouldn't agree when I say that Miz and Maurice together could could be in the main event of WrestleMania at some point. I mean, if they're given the right time and everything, a lot of people just don't like the Miz. I mean, he's a really good heel. But if you remember him and Alex Riley before, man, they were they were the hottest thing going there for a little while. Oh yeah. And if right. the machine if the machine gets behind Miz and Maurice and they give them that spotlight and he can maximize those minutes, like you said. Uh, Miz could have a really good run and then possibly be back on top at some point. It I mean, would, we're talking a couple of years, but it, man, it, it, that I'm sure could happen for sure. It would be nice to have a long, nice intercontinental title run, kind of like Kevin Owens did and right. Daniel Bryan before him. And, and, you know, that's one thing WWE, the, the fact that Alex, or not Alex, uh, Zack Ryder lost it on Raw is like, that's killing your IC title, which is. The best working title, I think, yeah. in wrestling history. Yeah. It's one of the longest titles that they've had around. That and the, you know, you got that, the WWE title, the IWGP title. That's mm-hmm. been around for 40 Well, I mean, like, years. even the WWE title. I mean, it, I mean, they, they, they cross-classify that sometimes with the world championship that Ric Flair used to carry around. That was the NWA heavyweight title. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's kind of confusing where that ends and the WWF title begins, you know? <laughs> Dreadhead Kev 22 in our chat room, which you can join at Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com slash oversell podcast, says that um, Maurice and Miz are the fake power couple. The fake power yeah. couple. There you go. I like Dreadhead Kev. That's my boy. He's... <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be in Amory, Mississippi, shooting some pictures. Uh, he shot some really good pictures, if you guys haven't seen them, from MEW, yep. where I beat Bill Dundee to a bloody pulp Ooh. and they stopped the match. Wow. He'll be there all three shows this week, so he's the uh, five-star cameraman. That's... Not to be confused with the five-star fan cam. Right. right. They're two different things. That's right. There you go. And he also shot that picture I use on my Twitter profile that you really like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Who you guys gonna take for the match? Uh, Miz, Miz, Miz is keeping the title. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next match. (laughs) The one I'm most looking forward to: Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens! Oh my gosh! I I love Kevin Owens, man. It's it's he's he's the best heel they've got going in (laughs) WWE right now. And, and I, I liked, like I liked him and Jericho tagging. That, that was, was hilarious. That was good. I like them kicking the car. Yeah, they were both leaving. <laughs> um, but one thing I really loved that they did on Raw was they kind of you know they told they were telling a story. You know, the, it was the Sami Zayn long burning feud between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and the story of how you know I they mean, basically grew up together in the business and right. And when Kevin got the call up, and I think he was, was he hurt? Is that what he said at the time? Or yeah, when when he when he got the call up to Raw, yeah, Sami Zayn was was injured at the time. But yeah, it's, they're telling such a good stories between these guys, and and it's like Kevin Owens when he was Kevin Steen in PWG said, it, "I think we're destined to do this forever." I mean, you could see this as a world title feud in a couple of years. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> <laughs> But I will agree, we were in a very unique um, time in WWE right now where guys are able to come in and keep, you know, keep their gimmicks or keep their names, like AJ Styles, the Bullet Club, and then 
um, this story that they're telling with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, you know, I mean, they're digging really deep to tell these stories and a lot of, you know, before before here recently, AJ Styles would have never debuted at a, as AJ Styles, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, Bullet Club, they, I mean, come on, man. So, um, yeah, it's really cool that they're giving them that story. I really like Sami Zayn, man. Sami Zayn is phenomenal in the ring. Kevin Owens is really good too. For some reason, I guess I think they're going to give Kevin Owens a victory on this one because they always seem to book him pretty strong, you know. And Zayn is okay if he loses, I think. You know, the people like him anyways. So I, I would have to pick Kevin Owens, even though I really don't want to pick Kevin Owens. <laughs> I love it. I am picking Kevin Owens. I, I agree with you. It's good. It, if, if it's a long, going to be a long feud, start Kevin Owens off on the win and put Sami Zayn on the chase. I'm going Kevin Owens. Like I said, it, it's going to be a long, a long feud. Yeah, I'm going to be the lone Avenger and go with Sami Zayn on this one. It was like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't. It's like it's like Dustin said. It doesn't really hurt one guy or the other if one. I don't think it hurts one or the other if one or the other wins and and the other one loses at this right. point because this right. is a long, drawn out feud. This is going to come back, you know, over the course of their of the rest of their WWE careers. That. Oh, these guys are former friends. When they came to WWE, they've been feuding ever since. Da 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 da. And you know, it's a, it's a great storyline. It's a great storyline that you know, that intertwines with reality. You know, yeah. so yeah, you know, it's more believable. So you know, and they'll milk they'll milk this milk this this for. Oh, we're good. was that the laptop? We're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to take the headphones off because now I hear myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, it intertwines with reality, you know, and it's like, it's, it's you know, it's more be- of a believable storyline to where, you know, you can actually get into it, you know, mentally, you know, you, and emotionally, you can get into a storyline like this, um, you know. So I'm, you know, I'm going to go for Zane because I don't think a Zane win would hurt Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens... I think Kevin Owens would be infuriated by a Zane win and continue to stalk him and beat the hell out of him at every corner and jumping him in the back and interrupting his matches and stuff like that. And we yeah, go, we yeah, go, I, go, I, go. I, I either wouldn't hurt the other, but yeah. I, they book Kevin Owens so strong. I just figured they'd book him on top to win. Mm-hmm. And and the more I think about it now, I can see this maybe just going to a, a draw. Mm-hmm. You know the refs having to break it up. You know it's going to be such a brutal yeah, fight. Apart. Yeah. yeah, and then that would set up for a, a stipulation match at Extreme Rules, mm-hmm. where they you know should definitely have a winner. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Next, next match. Women's championship match, not Divas championship anymore. Women, the women's Thank championship. God. <laughs> Charlotte <laughs> versus Natalia. I heard. I got to listen to a great interview Saturday, and it was. Um, Dustin Five Star and Kevin Cerrito talking to Daniel Milliken. Is that what his name is? Dave Dave Milliken. Dave Milliken. Dave Milliken. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, he created a lot of WWE titles. It was a really great interview, and it's on iTunes. Um, anywhere podcasts are, you can go listen to Cerrito Live. They put the podcast up every week. It's a great show. I always enjoy listening to him and Dustin at that wrestling segment. But, uh, yeah, I love the new women's title championship. What about you guys? I like it. Yeah, I think it's a great design. Shows more yeah, equality it. in the in the business now. Now you know, they they say everybody is a superstar. Now, with that being said, why um, are they still only getting five minutes a segment? 
because they're getting two five minutes. Oh, now. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody can complain about the TV time the divas are getting now. I mean, the divas. I mean, they're pretty much they could main event the show if they wanted to close the show, and I think they have. Haven't they closed out Raw with a women's title match? I, I think they did a month ago or so. Have. Was it? I can't. remember. I think so. But uh, the the funny part that that interview, uh, thanks for the plug, by the way, that interview with Dave Milliken is we were jokingly saying, so when you're talking to them about creating this title, do you ask them which kind of butterfly do you want to use this time? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> we're, going, we're going in a different direction, you know, because it's always been just kind of funny that it had a butterfly on it. And I liked that. I thought it was cool. But the new title is really cool. Uh, they're getting more time than they ever had. I don't see Charlotte losing the, the title. She's wrestling um, uh, Natalia, Natalia, right? Natalia. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great match. I love that Natalia's getting a little bit of that spotlight. Is Brett officially going to be in her corner? Yes, yes. Even though he doesn't want to be. Yeah, he doesn't want to be, but he's going to be there for Natty. He just had Man, wrist I, surgery or something like that, and he's still recuperating from that. So he, he gave an interview a day or two ago and said that he wasn't really up for it, but he was going to be there to honor Natty. Right. You know, and that yeah, was really yeah. going to be the only reason he was going to be there. So, To me, that's a, that's a great match for Natty. That's a great match for all of them, and I think it's like a WrestleMania match. Why would they not have Charlotte with Flair in her corner versus Natalia with, you know, Brett in her corner, and, you know, you have two WWE Hall of Famers, two great, you know, women's wrestlers, and have that match. I think it, it could be really cool, um, but I think Charlotte keeps it. But I'm, I'm, I'll be interested in watching that match for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Charlotte's going to win it. I think it's going to be a long run for Charlotte. Yeah, you know, yeah, up till SummerSlam or so. Yes, yeah, so, and like George in our chat room just said, uh, I'd like the title better if a pink-haired superstar were holding. It. <laughs> 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 Eva Marie. <laughs> oh, uh, no sell. You know, I hate breaking you guys, but I still think that girl's gonna make a lot of money. Especially if she gets the reaction that Roman Reigns gets, and that you know, maybe not John Cena, but you know, anybody that gets a reaction from the fans like she does, Eva Marie, um, they they got to make some money with that. You know, the people care enough to boo her out of the building. Yeah, yeah, they really do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next match. Uh, well, the next one on the list, uh, Vince McMahon will announce who controls Raw after Payback. So, who'll be in charge from now on? Hmm. Yeah. I'm hating uh, the whole I'm story. I think they're going to do a brand split. Yeah, they'll do a brand split. Yeah. So, Stephanie and Triple H will have one, and Shane will have the other? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, uh, hmm. I think... Now, who do you think will have? Do you think that will actually happen? I mean, do you think that Stephanie and Triple H would actually get smacked down? I do, and okay. the reason I think that is, it's time we had a, a baby face in charge as an authority figure. Yeah, yeah, I'll it's agree been a with long that. time. Like, I miss the days of when Mick Foley was commissioner. You know, and mm-hmm. yeah, that was some great television. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. You know, Mike, you got any thoughts on that? Shane shouldn't be running it now anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Technically. 
<laughs> but it would be nice to see the brand split. It, it'd be hard to see Triple H and Stephanie on SmackDown, though. It would, if, if they did it? that. I think they would do a st- uh, give <clears> the, make them make a GM, and then they wouldn't have much to do with it. Bring yeah. back. But you know, would think I haven't even thought that I didn't even know they were thinking of doing a brand split. Is this something that's made up, or is it on a dirt sheet somewhere? It's been wildly reported. You know, hmm. they even. I think they even went so far as to make a new WWF title, WWE title, that looks similar to the winged eagle bill belt. Oh. So, hmm. you got two world champions there. Right. You know. Yeah, interesting. So, it'll be, it'll, I just think with the uh, lack of, I guess, planning and the storyline to begin with, it's hard for me to get excited that, you know, Vince is going to give somebody control of the company. Well, really, Shane shouldn't have it anyway because he lost the match. I'm still right. not over that, and I know that I will be over it, but, you know, like, I just still think it's kind of a dumb story right now. Yeah. So, they got to do something. I don't know what they're doing. I, mean, I, I can see more than putting Shane in charge of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you've you've proven yourself, but you did lose that match. So, And that would be a good way to get SmackDown ratings up. Right. So... Yeah, I don't know where they're going to go with this. I can't even make a prediction. (laughs) (laughs) So is that the semi-main event? Is that what we're saying here? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the semi-main event is the payoff on a storyline that nobody cares about anyways. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I am a big fan of WWE. I really like watching it, even though I might not sound like it. I do. (laughs) <laughs> well that's it's <laughs> it's the same with most people yeah yeah i'm the exact same every week we come on here complain about something but yeah. we're watching it enough right. to still complain about it yeah world champion world heavyweight championship match roman reigns versus aj styles the story Who would have thought that we would be getting this match this soon, or getting AJ Styles in the world title picture this soon? Who would have thought that? I, I, I when when they had that four man, I thought it was going to be Kevin Owens or something like that. Yeah, I, I was knew expecting it a heel. Kevin Owens, but I didn't think it'd be AJ Styles. Right? Who would have thought five <laughs> months ago we would have this match? <laughs> no, that's true. Who knew? Who five months ago we didn't know Shinsuke Nakamura was going to be in NXT either? Yeah, right. Well, so you have so many hidden elements in this match that could be because you have the Bullet Club. We know that Finn Balor lost the NXT title. So when is he going to debut? Is this his time? Um, Also, who's going to have Roman Reigns back? I mean, like, if you build all these guys up over here, Roman Reigns is eventually going to have to have a team. And I don't really think it's going to be the Usos, is it? Uh, You know? I hope not. So... How do they mix all this up to where I truly believe there's a 100% chance Roman Reigns leaves with the World Headway title? Um, but then also you have a very popular AJ Styles, and he's mixing with heels. So they're going to get somewhere, I think, with this match, and then we'll be clear on exactly what's going on. But I kind of think we're going to see Finn Balor somewhere on this. I agree. He is the master of the tease, too. Mm-hmm. Did you see what he did after that NXT championship match, Dustin? I saw um, something on Instagram. Um, he got off I'm a, not sure if it's the same thing you're talking about. Yeah, he got off a bus and just said, uh, 
I'll see y'all's Monday. And, and the whole <laughs> world is. That's my best Big Valor impression I can do, too. Um, but the whole world was like, oh my God, he said it. It's like, people, he's getting you again. Yeah. Uh, that's actually pretty funny, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I see the Bullet Club being reunited with Finn Balor as the leader again. Um, and I just thought of this. What if the Bullet Club come, comes in and they're this huge threat and they're fighting everybody, they're beating everybody up, and it forces a shield reunion when Seth Rollins come back, comes back? Very cool. Great. Very Man, cool. Man, just in time for Survivor Series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... But guys, you you also have to you also have to realize too, like the Bullet Club is very popular to to a lot of wrestling fans. But there are a lot of wrestling fans that aren't 100 percent familiar that mm-hmm. Finn Balor was a member. You know, they don't know all the details that everybody else knows. So right. WWE right. still has to tell that story appropriately in order for it to get over. You know, like it did without WWE. You know, let's take the NWO for instance. When NWA redebuted. I know it, it had passed its time and all that kind of stuff, but you saw what they did with it. It wasn't very good. So let's just hope that they can put this, they can tell this story to the WWE universe as well as what these guys told the story to the other part of the wrestling community. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, yeah. And so they, they got to make everybody believe now, and they have to put it together the right way, and hopefully we'll see that on Sunday. And how crazy is it that the WWE is constantly bringing up New Japan Pro Wrestling, the IWGP right. titles, mm-hmm. the tag team titles, all that stuff. There, This isn't anything they've ever done. Right. As far as I, recognizing just, I told you, there's, it's a real unique time right now with guys keeping their names. And uh, Now, will they officially be able to use Bullet Club? I think New Japan owns the rights to it. So it would be the Baylor Club. I think Possibly. Valor Club, they were or like bulletproof. bulletproof or yeah. Yeah. Something I like that. You. I think I'll, they trademarked bulletproof. Yeah. 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 New Japan makes so much money with the uh, Bullet Club t shirts that there's no way in hell. No. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Who, who are we going to pick for this match? Roman Reigns. By DQ? Well, he keeps the title somehow. Yeah, yep. I definitely think he keeps title. But another question for this match is, who walks out the heel? Because technically they're both faces right now. What if Bullet Club turns on AJ and See, AJ that's what I said last week. with Roman Reigns? No! <laughs> <laughs> the only, listen, the only reason that that came to my mind at all is because they are trying so hard for somebody to cheer Roman Reigns. Maybe they think, well, if we put AJ with him, maybe they'll cheer him. Yeah. They tried to put the rock with the guy, and they booed him at WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? With rock's eye- eyebrows going, really? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I am going to take Roman Reigns to walk out as a champion. I'll take Roman. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, he's he's leaving as the champion. Don't know if he's going to win or not. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, those are our WWE payback uh, predictions. We are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed our WWE payback 
predictions. We still got Dustin five star with us, and I'm going to give him the mic now because he probably has about 647 things to plug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can talk real fast too. Don't worry. (laughs) No, man. I wanted to tell you guys about this weekend. Okay, so that would be, let me get my calendar up to make sure I'm not giving you the wrong date. So April 29th is out on Watkins Avenue at Marvel Elite Wrestling. Bell time is 7.30. They say there's going to be a rematch between myself and superstar Bill Dundee. After beating him to a bloody pulp, I don't see him being able to make that match. But that happens on Friday night. (laughs) Saturday, it's going to be Dustin Five Star with Maria, of course, uh, defending the OWO Heavyweight Championship against none other than Jeff Jarrett. Uh, like I said, VIP tickets are only 17 bucks. General admission for that is only $10. That's awesome. Nice. Crazy, crazy That's... cheap. So get there early. Get your seats. They That's... have uh, seven big matches. That's at Amory, Mississippi at the Community Center. And then on Sunday, we're back in Memphis, right over by the Hickory Ridge Mall, where they have Lucha Libre action. That's Marvel Elite Wrestling there. I also think there's a festival going on out there. Cool. So, uh yeah, big weekend of wrestling. We have trivia coming up uh, soon, and then also we'll be at Olive Capri soon. So you can get all that stuff on my social media. Uh, now, I've got a couple of hookups for you guys, too, or anybody that's listening that's into healthy fitness. Okay, so um, if you go to any Ultimate Foods location in Memphis, they have one in Olive Branch, Germantown Parkway, and also the one over here on East Memphis on Poplar Avenue. If you go in there and you drop Dustin Star or Maria Star's name, they will give you a free meal. And it's like a salmon meal or chicken. Like, it's a really healthy meal. Uh, they help me out with my meals while I'm on the road. And then also, if you want to get a workout in, you go over to Laurelwood on Poplar Avenue, Q4 Fitness. They'll give you a week free. So you don't even have to join unless you like it. They give you a whole week free right there. Nice. A couple of, ho- couple of Memphis hookups there for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, there was a question I was going to ask that I completely forgot. Oh, are they – is, are they sneaking any more Lucha Underground uh, wrestlers into that MEW show Sunday? You know, if you go to MEW Wrestling on Facebook, they have a poster. It features several of the Lucha, luchadors that they're coming uh, or that they're bringing in. I think they did get a really good reaction or response from the fans about the Lucha Underground. So, you know, every show um, they try to bring in some sort of luchador that's, that's you know, was real big um, in Mexico. Right. Um, and it just so happened the last time was Lucha Underground. Uh, but if you go to that page, you'll see all the, the guys. They, they do a real good job. And they've been talking about bringing in Rey Mysterio, too. Oh, wow. If they, bring, if they bring in Rey Mysterio, that place will be packed. Because he, he drew, when I was in uh, developmental, he didn't even wrestle. An autograph session, he drew thousands of people. They had to delay the show just so everybody could get an autograph. Do you ever it's get, crazy. Do you ever get a chance to watch Lucha Underground? I watch the clips that they put on uh, Twitter, and I see some of the um, some of the stuff. It looks really cool. It's 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 so such a it, it's a different show, of course, from the WWE, but it is so much fun. Yeah. How now you know what it reminds me of. Uh, there's a place in Nashville called Arcadian Wrestling Association. Have you heard of them? I have. Some of their some of the pictures of their shows and the videos of their shows looks really really cool and we're in communication with them you might see the power couple there soon but when when i look at lucha underground it's kind of that rough grungy but crisp type of look 
and it, it that Arcadian wrestling kind of reminds me of that. Highly recommend that. I know you're a really busy man, but when you get a couple of minutes, man, you also like maybe when you're traveling, you know, if you're on a plane or something, check out New Japan Pro Wrestling, dude. That is some of the best oh, wrestling you could ever see. And I've got a question for you, Dustin, and you too, Dan. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, last week we brought up with all the injuries WWE has had and then all the new call-ups from NXT, once everybody comes back, what's a couple matches that you're looking forward to, you know, over the next year that, you know, we might be able to see now with returning stars and new stars coming in? Hmm. Hmm. And if you have, mm. if you want to give us some suggestions on Twitter, just send I'll tell you right to now, uh, podcast. Sammy Zayn and and Seth Rollins, man, that would tear the house down. Yeah, that definitely would tear the house down. Yeah, yeah. Sammy um, Zayn, Seth I mean, Rollins. Um, I'm trying to think who else is out there. You got John Cena coming back. Yeah. John Cena, Finn Balor. Ooh, that'd be that'd be fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, you can say say what you want about John Cena, but I don't remember the last time I saw a bad match. You remember the matches he had with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn? I mean, they're great matches. Oh yeah. Trying to, I'm trying to pick a good opponent for Cena coming back. (laughs) Cena and Baron Corbin would be good. Yeah, I was thinking Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, yeah, yeah, Samoa Joe. The NXT Heavyweight Champion. Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe. I'd love to see Samoa Joe and. Freaking, freaking Jim Ross made this suggestion. I'd love to see Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar go at it. Yeah. You put Samoa Joe in there with anybody. I'm a fan of Samoa Joe. I love the guy. Oh, I've Good loved stuff. him since TNA. Uh, since the yeah. first time I saw him on TNA, I've loved him. It, it, he he moves amazingly for a big man. It's just incredible the way he his agility and, you know, his repertoire is just, you know, it's – Nobody can duplicate what he does. So, yeah, I think last week, you know, Sami Zayn was a big one for anybody. Seth Rollins coming back, Nakamura. Cesaro, and Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I Nakamura said any combination of those four. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I actually said Nakamura versus Ryback, so I could just see Nakamura knee him for thirty minutes. Well, Dan's got our Memphis wrestling moment. Yeah, this one's kind of smooshed together. So I'm going to see if I can make it through this one here. Uh, let's see. Let's start at the bottom of the poster. We got uh, This is April 24th, 1978. Uh, Frank Dalton versus Jim Ray. Kojak versus Jerry Bryant. Plowboy Frazier versus Masked Marvel. Steve Kyle and Tommy Gilbert versus Ron Slinker and Norvell Austin. Uh, we got Jerry Lawler versus John Louie in a return challenge match. And then we got Bill Dundee and Jimmy Valiant versus Sonny King and Joe LaDuke. Is that it? How many more? Uh, Texas, wait a minute. Texas death match is, is that the Texas death match or is Jerry Lawler the Texas? I can't tell from the poster, but we'll find out here in a minute. Now, (laughs) Dustin, that match card was from 1978. You yes. Have, you have wow. That was 38 years ago, by the way, because that was the year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> you have wrestled and beaten two guys on a card from this book in 1978. How crazy is that? That is insane. And, you know, I hear it a lot when people talk about the ages of some of the guys that you get in the ring with, but, you know, these guys, these guys can still go, man. They're still tough as hell. Um, it is 
it says a lot for them. I mean, because if I look at other people that I know that are of that age, they can't, they can barely walk. Right. Yeah. Did you, and I don't know if you've seen it, go to YouTube, go to five star fan cam and watch me pummel and just pummel <laughs> and beat Bill Dundee until he's bloody. <laughs> and they stopped the match. Wow. Okay. At, at his age. Now imagine me beating up anybody else like that. Yeah, that's and assault. say what you want, but I'm I'm pretty rough in there, brother. I'm, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Dan, you know that, right? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so put me in there with anybody else. Think of the person of the same age, you know, that you know, and if they could take that kind of punishment, yeah, and the, dish it out too. The the most watched match that I have online is me and you. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, man, that's 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 crazy, man. That they're still able to get in the ring and do it. Yeah, it I really mean, is. And I and I've wrestled, I've wrestled uh, Bill before, so I can tell you, yeah, uh, Bill Bill can still go. So yeah, ain't no problem there. <laughs> um, let me see here. Let's get to the results. Uh, Jerry Lawler defeated John Louie in the featured Texas Death Match last night. At the Coliseum, and as prearranged, the loser's head was shaved. Uh, in other matches before an announced crowd of seven thousand, mm-hmm. uh, Bill Dundee and Jimmy Valiant whipped Joe LaDuke and Sonny King. Uh, Jim Ray beat Frank Fulton, Kojak, and Jerry Bryant. Through Plowboy Frazier beat Okay. Drew. Okay. That was a draw. Okay. Plowboy Frazier and Mass Marvel. While Steve Kyle and Tommy Gilbert beat Ron Slinker and Norval Austin by disqualification. So that was seven thousand people at on the Coliseum. On a Monday night. Wow. On a Monday night. Well, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So guys I ask you who is your Superstar of the Week. I'll let our guests go first. You want me to go first? Yep. I mean, come on, dude. I, I think Dustin Five Star should be the superstar of the week. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the indie power rankings say so. Yep. Um, also, I mean, I did just brutalize a legend of our, you know, of our sport, beat Bill Dundee, and to uh, man, you know, it's so weird to say I beat him until the referee had to stop the match, right? Yeah. If he shows up on Friday, I'll do it again. I'm wrestling Jeff Jarrett. I have a Global Force Wrestling Championship match coming up. I'll be back on local Memphis Live here really soon. I have a whole week with Amy. Nice. Why would I not be Superstar of the Week? You should obviously change it to the Five Star of the Week. There you go. I like it. Um, Dreadhead Kev in the chat room says he wants to see Dustin versus Brandon SP. I know that would be a hell of a match. Oh, yeah. And uh, Dustin, always my five-star superstar of the week. And uh, But he's been loving Brandon's uh, Brandon SP's mic work. And George also, uh, they gave us a couple matches. Um, George said he wanted to see Samoa Joe versus Russian Rusev. That'd be, that'd be oh, that'd be good. Oh, yeah, that would be good. And then uh, Kev said Nakamura versus AJ versus Kevin Owens. Nice. Wow. Guys Take Kevin right. Owens out, it'd be really good. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I have to give you a hard time, Derek. I know. I know. I, hey. And and Kevin Cerrito, he really likes Kevin Owens too. <laughs> well, it's, it's only because they're Kevin's. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, superstar of the week. Um, come back to me. I got it. I got a Mike. few rolling around in my head. I got a. I'm gonna go Enzo and Big Cass again. Nice. But only because Dustin chose himself. <laughs> I was totally gonna choose him. <laughs> I am going to go Gallows and Anderson. Um, the one thing I will say about their match ahead with the Usos is I think uh, it should have been a little more slanted towards the side of Gallows and Anderson. Like they should have been a little more dominant. Dominant, yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, I still love Gallows and Anderson, and they got their first win on Raw. So that's my superstars of the week. Dan? Yeah, um, I think I'm going to go with you with uh, Gallows and Anderson uh, on in the international stage. On the local stage, I'm going with Dustin. Well, it is the weekend of Dustin Five Stars. It's, it's, it's a given. It's, it's a given. That's why I didn't say it. it's a given. It's a given. Well, that's going to be it for this week, you guys. Dustin, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, remind folks where you are on social media and everything that you do. <laughs> yeah, man. Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. It's all at Dustin Star. That's Star with two R's. And also check out Maria at the Maria Star, and she's also on Facebook. Like our pages, keep up with us. Um, we got the Five Star Fan Band this weekend. Five Star Fan Cam will be there. Um, if you guys at all can make it out to Amory, Mississippi, it is going to be awesome. Been looking forward to this match for a long time. Um, and there's a bunch of really good shows coming up, so you guys support indie wrestling and uh, come out and be sure to say hello. We love meeting the fans, whether you like us or you don't like us. You know, come say hello after the show. We want to know that you guys were entertained. So, I, and I, you guys, thanks for having me, man. No, and hey, not a problem. We anytime. Love, any, I love getting a chance to talk to you, Dustin. You know, you, you promote this podcast a lot, a lot with uh, your stuff, so. I really appreciate you for that. I want to also say I saw a funny, uh, I think, I don't know if it's called a gif or a gif, of, but I think it was like you and your son doing your yeah. strut. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I was teaching him the five-star strut, and, you know, I was, we've been working on it just in case we had to go against Jeff Jarrett with his strut. Oh. So maybe we'll have a strut off. There you season, go. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. I like that. Well, Dustin, man, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to get to talk to you. And we'll All right, thank you. Now, are y'all doing the uh, Sarita Live this week? Or No, there's no show this week, right? No, we're off this week, but when we come back on May 7th, we have Scott Hall, awesome. the original nice. member of the NWO. Nice. Yeah. I'll, I will be listening, man. Thanks, Dustin. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, talk to you later. Thank you so much, Dustin Five Star. Um, I want to go ahead and uh, – George's Superstar of the Week. He said the VOD villains, not sure how often they'll be on Raw after payback. <laughs> uh, and Dread, Dreadhead Kev 22 says five-star all day. Folks, that's going to be it for us this let's, week. Let's, let's, oh. let's, go, let's just make a rundown of every all the shows happening this week. we got OWO. That's Saturday. That's Amory. We've got Marvel. MEW Lucha. Sunday. Sunday. MEW Friday. And Friday. MEW Friday. We've got Wildfire Wild Wrestling. Fire. Wildfire Wrestling this Saturday, this Thursday, Thursday, Thursday at the Alchemia Shriners Temple. Right. And it's a fundraiser for the Shriners. Yep. So go out there, get in, and, you know. I wish I could be there. Donate to a good cause and everything. I'm going to Texas. Going to night. Texas. Yeah. Well, there's wrestling down there, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and real quick, I'll, I'll, I wanted to mention this. Uh, at the Grizzlies game over the weekend. The last, I saw that. <laughs> All right. Normally during the Grizzlies game. Was that the Texas barbecue uh, boys? Yeah. yeah. Every, I saw a video clip of that. <laughs> yeah. Every so <laughs> many games, they'll have 
uh, Rendezvous sponsors the games, and they'll do a two-on-cue challenge. Mm -hmm. Basically, they just get two fans to come out, and they have to score five points in 45 seconds against three of the barbecue ribs. They're all like eight-foot – I mean, they look like eight-foot-tall turds with, like, faces (laughs) on them. But how else are you going to have a foam rib? I mean, that's that's what it looks like. But, you know, normally it's just two fans – well, they're pro- like starting to promote the the game for later on, yeah, like yeah. the next time out, and all of a sudden these two honorary Texans come out, you know, wearing the flannel cutoff uh. shirts and the jeans <laughs> and the boots and the this, big cowboy hat. I died hats. laughing when I saw this, by the way. And as soon as they came out, I recognized them immediately. Uh-huh. I don't know if a lot of other people know who it was, but I recognized immediately. Friends of the show, Derek King, Alan Steele. Yep. <laughs> they came out saying they were the, since we were playing San Antonio, they came out as the Texas Barbecue Boys. Uh-huh. And they had their own video package of showing them training. Did. Of course they did. And, I mean, it was just them, you know, lifting weights and getting ready for it and just doing funny poses. My, f- my favorite part of it shows Alan Steele like doing bicep curls and he's got the the little uh, dumbbell yeah. but instead of seeing how much weight it was all it said just handwritten on there was heavy <laughs> <laughs> we got to end on that note. oh my god to. folks thank you for listening downloading be sure you head over to oversellpodcast.com check out all our episodes there then visit the Amazon link right underneath the main player and shop 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 there's no extra fees there's no hidden fees or anything like that it's just you shopping on Amazon like you're going to do anyway, and any sale you make, we get a small commission on. Also, be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. I am at Derek Oversell, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. <gasps> I was about to you get all breath. that. You all right? Yeah. Fan him. He's a- <laughs> <laughs> I am at one dangerous Dan, and I'm also on Facebook, Dangerous Dan Matthews. At Wolf Mike 23. Thank you for listening. The easiest way to get to this podcast is subscribing to it on iTunes, and while you're there, give it a five star review. Like and a Dustin five star review. A Dustin five star <laughs> review. <laughs> they should play that every time you get click on five stars. Yeah, there yeah. you go. A little gif of him should pop up. Yeah. Quick, quick something funny I saw. Is like There's some people in Australia going, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> so, I saw a quick thing, and, and I won't go all the way into it, but it was like a funny picture of why you don't let the internet name your school, and one of them was John Cena High School. Yeah, I saw that. So just I, I thought about that, and I thought like, Imagine if the, what the bells would be like every time class is over. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here, folks. That's a great note to Dude, end final on. Final bell. John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> Lady, or, or, ladies and gentlemen, now your morning announcements by John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. That's it, folks. Thanks for listening. This is the Oversell Podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.